I have props today. Yes, props. Because this video is all about, well, you know, we've got the COVID thing is over. People are doing live events again. They're going places, they're doing things. And you might be at an author event where you have a table and you have your books and how are you gonna handle that? What are you gonna do? What do you need to bring? That's what this episode is all about today. So I wonder what my props are. Hi, I'm Autumn Bardot, and this channel is all about writing tips, author tools, and living your best writing life. Because after all, isn't that what we wanna do? Especially if it is not our full-time jam and we're just living our passion and doing what we need to do. So that's what this channel is all about. If you haven't already, I would love if you would subscribe, hit that subscribe button. It gets my channel out there to everybody like yourself and hit that notify button and YouTube will notify you when I have a new video that comes out, which pretty much is every Wednesday morning. That's when the videos come out. I also have a podcast. You can find me on Instagram and Pinterest and TikTok and in all the places. Okay, so let's get back to you at your live book event. So you're going to be with a bunch of different authors and what are you going to do? Now, before I get started, I just want to say I was scrolling through my Facebook, which is where I find a lot of my topics for the week. And this topic came up and Somebody was at a, you know, I'm gonna be sitting with my own table at some kind of book event, and what do I do? And I'm like, ah, oh, what a great topic, because it is a tough one. So here's what you need to do. You have your own table or your own space, or perhaps you're sharing a table or space. Yay! First thing I would bring is some candy, chocolate, that kind of stuff. However, if it's outside and you live in Southern California like I do or another super hot location, 100 degrees outside, you have melted chocolate, which nobody likes. So choose your candy carefully. I would do pre-wrapped candy. So wherever you get that, Walmart or, or, um, or Costco, Sam's Club, wherever. Think, you know, the little candy things and think melting point. Will it melt or won't it melt? Even maybe little tiny bags of peanuts, like whatever your budget is, but have a nice big bowl of them and have the bowl be clear so people can actually see what's in there. A clear bowl. Don't bring glass. Don't bring glass. You can get a nice acrylic, you know, plastic bowl. You dump the candy in there, make it visible. That goes at the front of the table. I started with the candy, you noticed. If you're at an event where there's going to be children, uh, moms with their kids or toddlers, then if you want to reach out and bring some of those moms over to your table, you're going to have a nice clear bowl, not glass, of lollipops. You know those cute little lollipops, right? The colorful lollipops. And Kids will see those lollipops from like a mile away and they'll be like a lollipop, right? And they will make a beeline for it. And then the mom comes over and they're like, oh, can my, my child have a lollipop? And that's your opening, which we're gonna talk about in a minute. And yes, 
whether they get a book, whether they engage or not, lollipops will bring people over. The little kids. They will bring the little kids over. Next, what you want to have is bookmarks. Now, there's a lot of sites where you can get bookmarks, and I have a lot of bookmarks. I even have old bookmarks. These are, I've like squeezed on all of my books and I probably need to make new ones before I go to another event because that these have my old covers, not my new covers. They're pretty cheap. I have a bazillion of them. When and Whenever I send um, free books to um, Bookstagrammers, I always include a bunch of bookmarks. This one just had, yeah, that was the same one. And I had really cute ones for my old cover of Autumn Bardo, which I absolutely love because it had little things on it, but it's not gonna work with my new cover of Goddesses Inc. So I don't, I'm gonna have to make new book covers, but stacks of these and make sure of bookmarks. They're easy, people can throw them in the purse and they're cheap. You can get, you know, different sizes of them, right? There's different sizes. Make sure your website is on there. You don't have a website, I have another video about why you need a website, okay? But website, if you wanna put on your Instagram account or Twitter or whatever, just remember, not everybody, oh, I know the horror, has an Instagram or a TikTok um, or a Facebook. A lot of people, you know, they're off the grid, okay? So if you wanna have that on that, that's great. Otherwise, just your website is great with all of your books or your latest book, whatever you're trying to pitch. The next thing I like to bring is, and I have a stack of these too, like I have hundreds, is tech cloths. So the tech cloth is great because it will clean like your iPad, which you know I have right here, the iPad screen, your, your phone screen, right? It'll clean your phone screen, it'll clean your eyeglass screen. So who who doesn't love this, right? Eyeglass, um, sunglasses, whatever you have. So I have these tech cloths. You can get them made. It's really so easy to do and they're really cheap. You can choose your color. I chose the blue because, why did I choose the blue? Oh, because my, my website is blue and I had the white because it showed up better on the blue. And as you know, that's my little logo, the lion, which also kind of doubles for my zodiac, I'm a Leo. Okay, and then autumnbardo.com. So it's a freebie and there's your website and it's kind of always there. So I like the tech cloths. I know people give out pens and pencils. I think they, I don't know, the pens can be a little bit pricey. I like the tech cloths because I just feel like they're so, they're different and people are like, oh, I mean, who doesn't need one of these all the time? I know I do. I have them like all over the house and I usually take them places. But you know what? I probably need to put some in my purse and my bookmarks too, right? Because somebody asked me the other day and I'm like, I don't have any bookmarks. Oh, see? Oh, that's so bad. Okay, so what's the next thing? You want a newsletter sign up. Now people will say just have a piece of paper. As a teacher, I do the piece of paper thing for like their emails and guess what? Most people, moms, I cannot read their handwriting. Truth. If I were you, if you have an iPad, okay, or a computer, just bring that, swing it around and have them type right into the newsletter and then you can add them later. So it's right there if you have a newsletter. Not everybody has a newsletter, but a newsletter is great. Uh, you can ask, would you like to sign up for my newsletter? And I, I know some people are more hard sell and they'll go, oh, you know, if you want one of these tech cloths, sign up for my newsletter. But I, yeah, I'm... 
I'm not that way. So that that's you. It's a tech cloth. Here, have it. I have a bazillion more. <laughs> so bring your iPad or computer if if you can with the direct sign up. I'm typing it much easier. Next is props. Now you're in a table. Once again, this depends where you are, what kind of venue you're at, how much you can do. And for me, I like I said, you have to really figure out your venue. And if there's a lot of tables, if there's a lot of stuff to walk by, if there's nothing going on at the table, you're not going to pay attention to it. So I like props. I'm always drawn to something bigger on the table besides the candy, right? So I write historical fiction. One of my books is Dragon Lady. So here's Dragon Lady. And because while I was writing Dragon Lady, I needed, I just wanted something there front and center. I got this Chinese junk, right? Amazing. So I would probably bring this Chinese junk depending on the venue. Can I bring this on an airplane? No, but if I'm driving, people like come towards this. Even people who don't sail or aren't interested in ships go, oh, that's really cool. Probably prop the book up something like that. Okay, they'll go, oh, that sounds really cool. So bring a prop. I also write, um, I have a couple historical fiction, as you know. I don't have a castle, but you know, I might think of doing something with a castle if I was pushing Impaler's Wife, definitely. I do have some like horses and I think I have some princess stuff. So maybe I might take that crown that's over there and I have the crown. Do you see the crown? You know, maybe I get a pink pillow or a red pillow, put this on the top, prop this up next to it. Something cool, something that will draw people's eye in. Also, another thing that you can get that is not, not expensive, right? This stuff you can find really cheap. I painted this one gold. It was brown, I painted it gold. So there we go. So you can just prop the book up. Okay, nobody's gonna see what your book is laying flat. They're not going to see that flat. Are you re so think think this? I mean, think how jewelry designers display your stuff. Your jewel is your book. Okay, your jewel is what you're selling. So just prop that up. Sits nice. Everybody can see it. It's at a nice angle. And if you're like me, you know I have a lot of these things. I think we tend to accumulate these things, right? But I have one of these. I actually have two of these. You know they come in handy for like I have. A lot of wedding showers and baby showers, you know, with my kids. So, you know, what are these boards where you put the letters on? And what would you put on there? Maybe it's your latest book. Maybe it's your genre. I would probably put on, you know, author of historical fiction and paranormal romance. That's probably what I might do. Or chiclet, historical fiction and chiclet. Or I could just write author of, I would do something like author of, stories about fearless women and dangerous passions, which is a, a, my log line on a lot of things. So I would do one of those. Once again, depending on the venue, if it was a really totally G family kind of venue I was sitting at, I probably wouldn't use passions because passions people immediately associate with like naughty. And although I do have a couple naughty books, two naughty books, I wouldn't want that to be their first thing they would see, so I would probably change it to Dangerous Ambitions. Once again, I would change it depending on the venue, how many kids would be at the venue, that kind of thing. Next, you need to smile. <laughs> okay, I am not good at that. I have that resting bee face naturally. 
as a teacher, I realized it when kids come up, what's wrong? Nothing, I would say, that's my resting bee face. When my, my husband does not have that. He has just a beautiful, happy look when he is not thinking. I have to like focus on it. So when I go to events, author events, I have to focus on not my resting face, but my happy to see you approachable face. So you want to smile when people look happy, look energetic, when people walk by, say hello, say good morning, good afternoon. How are you liking the event? Something, make some contact, okay? They are more apt to come over and look at your table, and especially with all the other stuff you have going on, than if you just sit there with, you know, your face in a book or your face in your phone. I would just walk on by. Stack of books, your face is in a phone, or you're just looking like this. I'd be like, oh, no. Okay, you just sit up, smile. Sure, you can look at your phone like this on occasion, but really you're selling you, you're marketing you, and your book second. You're marketing you, that's what they're gonna come over for. Um, oh, another prop is if you want, I know some people get big old posters and just put the big old poster behind them. Make sure it's propped up so people can, can actually see it. One of the questions asked when I was um, had the idea for this, or somebody gave me an idea for this on the group, they said, how should I dress? And I thought, ooh, ooh, that, that is a tricky question. I myself love clothes. And if I weren't so lazy, I might have a clothing blog. <laughs> I love to get dressed. I love to look. I love to look fashionable. I love to look, you know, hip and cool and with them in it. And my kids tell me never to use the word hip, but whatever. I like to look chic. I love clothes. I like getting dressed. So once again, it would it would depend on the venue. Am I going to get super dressed up in high heels and a suit uh, for? like an outdoor event where there's a whole bunch of other things going on and I'm just one in a, like a row of a bunch of people. No, probably not. I probably wouldn't go the suit and high heels route. I would, but I, I would definitely want to look my best because I feel like if I look really good, then I will feel really good. So use your discretion. Be you. I would say don't be sloppy, but be you. Is that... If somebody once said, if you're historical fiction, do you have to dress up in historical fiction garb? I guess that would be a you thing if you felt like doing that. I I wouldn't, that wouldn't be me. But really it's about what you feel best in, what you feel comfortable in, what makes you feel the best about yourself. So we know that if we, you know, gussy up a little bit, we feel good about ourselves. So that's how I would say to dress. If you dress not you, you're not gonna feel right. If I were doing this in a cool place that was cool or an indoor venue where I knew there was lots of uh, air conditioning, I would probably wear my leather pants and some boots and maybe a comfy sweater, you know, a thin comfy sweater or something like that and make sure that my hair and makeup and stuff are on. I would not do balloons. I know people ask about balloons. I wouldn't do balloons because, and I didn't even think about this until maybe last, maybe two years ago when my daughter had her, her wedding, wedding shower, yeah, her wedding shower. And I said, do you want me to do like a balloon arch? And she's like, no balloons, they are bad for the environment. They fly away, they don't, now they got it. I'm like, oh, no balloons. So I wouldn't get the balloons. One, just for that reason. And two, because kids might think you're giving away the balloons. And nothing's worse than a kid coming over, can I have a balloon? And you're saying, now. 
you can't have the balloon. Or once you give one away, then you've got one less balloon. So I would not do the balloons. And they can blow, and they're kind of, what well, you know, I would say no to the balloons. No to home-baked goods. No home-baked brownies or whatever. Why? You know, people are mindful of all of that now. And so you just, I wouldn't eat a home-baked good. You don't know how if that person washes their hands before they bake or how long those brownies sat out or if they're special brownies, like you just don't know. So even though you're a great cook, I just wouldn't do the home baked goods. And especially, you know, we have COVID and so many other things coming out now. I would stay away from the home baked goods. I would make sure everything is in a, like a package, wrapped up, sealed. The book stack. What are you going to do with your book stack? Now, if you get, if you spend a lot of money, then you're going to have a bunch of books. And I don't really know how many books you sell. If you're famous, yeah, you're going to sell a ton of books. If you're not so famous starting out, you want to get, you're not going to sell a million books. And, you know, unless you're taking credit, which how many of us are, or you're accepting all Venmo or something like that, which might be an option, are you, or PayPal, you know, how many books are you going to give out? How many, you know, $10, however, $20, how many are you going to give it out? Are you going to, are you going to deal with? So this is what I would do if I was going to an event. And I've been to a couple events is I have maybe about 10 books. That's about it. And I have that stack and I'll have the book propped up on some other books somehow. Then I will have maybe a, a box near, nearby or you could even just do, depending on how your table is, as long as it's a pretty box, like a box behind it, like there are other books in there, but it can be an empty box, right? They don't know that. And if you run out of books, it could look, it could look like you have more books, but you're like, oh, I'm out of books. So if you're out of books and they want this book, you know, get their name and send them the link when they get home so they can get a hard copy. But a lot of people, you know, they, they want the Kindle books. So once again, you're gonna have to see your popularity, where your venue is, but you know, hundreds of books is also a real drag to drag around. And three books looks a little sparse. 10 might be a good number. But then if you have a lot of books, like I have a lot of books, that's a lot of books. So I don't even think I would bring that much of one book. So think about what you're hauling. And I don't even know at this point if it's really about selling books at the venue. I think the point is to give them something that they can remember you buy. So if they don't buy the book or you're out of books, right? You're going to give them something else that you won't run out of. The bookmarks, the, um, the tech cloths, right? So it's, I, sometimes like, I think people think it's all about selling the book. It's not, I don't think it's all about selling the book. It's about selling you and selling you as an author and giving them something. And they can always go back and, you know, go on Amazon or wherever and pick up the book. A lot of it will depend on the venue. Years ago, 10 years ago, I went to an RWA, Romance Writers of America conference, and they have a huge book event, I think the day before the conference or a couple days before the conference, and it's massive. And people walk out with like legit bags of heavy books. So at that kind of thing, you definitely want to bring more books. However, whose books were they going for? It wasn't the author nobody knew about. It was the big time author that they were getting the books and the signature for. So keep that in mind. 
The next thing you should absolutely bring, if you can, <laughs> absolutely must bring if you can, is somebody else. Your hubby, a good friend, one of your kids, so that you can, I don't know, use the restroom, get a drink, something like that. Because you know, the minute you leave your chair, somebody's gonna come over and there will be nobody there and you've got your little sign saying, be back in a minute and nobody's gonna wait because you don't know how long that line at the bathroom is. So bring somebody who can sell for you. Friend, older child, hubby, something like that. I think that's really important. Plus it gives somebody for you to talk to, banter with. I think I said this before, but I'm gonna say it again. Don't keep your head in a book or stare at your phone. You can glance at it, look up, but don't stare. You're not famous, so you're not going to look super approachable. Like they won't just come up to you because you're super famous. So you want to look as approachable and friendly as possible. And here's an example. So you're there, somebody walks by, they look at your booth, you make eye contact, you say, hi, good afternoon. And they say, hi. And you say, are you enjoying the event? And they say, yup. Okay, so not super talkative, right? So not that's great you just made some contact if they were interested they would have come on over with all your props and stuff but maybe they come over maybe they go oh oh what do you have here and then they walk on over okay so they'll say what do you write keep it short okay give them the genre if they ask more give them the one sentence pitch for the book or whatever books you're selling this is about the most successful female pirate in history who began as a prostitute. And this is about, this is paranormal romance. This is fun. This is a fun chick lit beach read about four goddesses who get fired and have to live as mortals. This is about, so you want to keep it short. You don't want to go into something lengthy because what happens is people check out and they get bored. They want a one sentence quick. If they sound like if you give them the one sentence pitch and they're a little bit more interested, then go into some detail and just don't go on and on and on because then they're just going to start fussing and oh my gosh, this little candy wasn't worth it over here. I want to get out of here. Be mindful of those body clues that they're going to give you that they've checked out mentally. So if they walk over, you don't want to start blathering about your book. Also, if they walk on over and they just come on over just for whatever reason and say something nice, you know, say something like, I love your outfit. I love your shoes. I'm sorry, guys, this doesn't go for you to women. Sorry. Sorry. It doesn't go. It just doesn't. You can ask something about, you know, the weather's hot, the weather's cold, this venue is nice. Where are you from? If it's that kind of event. So if you can make a connection that way, that would be good. Have some key things ready to say. I like the key things. Like I said, when you're sitting there, depending on the event, this is a beautiful event. This is a crowded event. Oh, it's a little light today. How are you enjoying the event? You know, where are you from? Once again, figure out the contacts and then do Think in your mind three questions that are just kind of banal questions that will just engage them. And it's not like, buy my book, buy my book. <laughs> I think most people don't like a hard sell. I know I don't enjoy a hard sell and we'll try to get out as soon as possible. So I think I covered all the topics today. I think I did. I said a chair, right? Did I say a chair? I can't remember if I said a chair. I'd get a chair, pack some water, whatever. Have some mints. 
have some mints because if you're drinking coffee or soda or whatever, water, you just want a little mint in case you know you, you don't want to breathe coffee breath on them. No, you don't. I would love to hear if you have any suggestions, if you want to share what happened to you or what you thought you wished you had, you know, share that, drop that in the comments. And if you have a live book event, yay. I think we are so ready for that, aren't we? Also, I'm going to do a short pitch here for my masterclass. Uh, the Historical Fiction Company will be hosting it on their website, on their platform. And my masterclass is all about the power of archetypes. You're going to love it. What you can do with archetypes and how you can use them to just do nuanced characters that build on your plot and create all that great conflict and that character growth. And also writing a masterful sentence. And I take a deep dive into the masters, right? The masters who write this masterful sentence and breaking apart all those little bits because it's all the little bits that make that paragraph, that scene come alive to the reader. I break it all down for you. And once it's broken down and you understand how the masters did it, you're like, ah, I can do that too. So that's it for this week. I hope you have a good week. And as always, writers, dream, create, and embrace. Bye-bye. <laughs>